Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 25, 25. of Witches, Witches, Legends, and Ghosts. Ghosts. Oh, oh my. my. My name is Hunter. I am Jade. And we are friends, and this is our podcast. And we hope you enjoy. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say? Um, the theme? Oh, yes. We Maybe not one. Really. No. Um, at all. Like, we tried to have one, but then we both, like... We, the original was smiling, smiling and there wasn't as much as I thought there was going to be for that. No. Um, so. But I had something that I, when we, before we even like actually like solidified any ideas about like how we were going to record and yeah. stuff, I found this really cool um, story. Like, I don't know how this article came up, but it, I thought it was cool. And so then I just like was going to cover this in one of our um, other themes because yeah. it takes place in Tennessee. So I was going to do it for our Tennessee episode. Um, but we couldn't find anything for smiling. So I thought, well, maybe we should, I could cover this and then Jade could find something based off of like a word basically yeah. that is used. So did we decide on like mountain or something? I think technically, but technically, but my, but mine is not really about a mountain. It's no. about in between a couple of mountains. Yeah, but so. still, like, we did that for, like, some other things, too. We, yes, like, we have. So. Tickling. It's just, <laughs> yes, tickling. Mine was Definitely. like, you get tickled sometimes, and that was and it. And that was it. But it still is in the story, and that is all that matters. Yes. Basically. So I don't yes. know who is going first. Me. Jade is going first. So Jade will tell you her story about a uh, mountain in between mountains. Yes. So <clears throat> I am talking about... Lake Baikal. Lake Baikal. How is this spelled? B-A-I-K-A-L. B-A-I-K-A-L. Okay. So it is located um, in the Russian region of Siberia. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So actually, oh, before I begin, um, I found this from a TikTok, actually. Oh. The other morning, I just like showed up on my For You page and mm-hmm. I was like, this is so cool. I saved it. I was like, maybe I can like talk about this at some point. And at then it was like point. the same day. And I was like, okay, well. Okay, perfect. This is it. Just as it was meant to be. Um, so Lake Baikal is the largest lake by volume. The oldest. Like in the world? Lake, yeah. Oh, shit. The oldest lake, um, oh, at God. least 25 million years old, if not older. There is some shit in there. And it's the. Are you ready for this part? Oh, it's no. the deepest oh. freshwater lake. Gotta gotta save my legs. For everybody who's not watching, I just had to sit on my feet because my feet hanging off the chair makes me feel like I'm vulnerable yeah. for something to attack. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, and so it's almost a mile deep. Like, I'm <laughs> gagging at the bottom. We won't, we don't get too much more into that. Okay, good. Um, well... Anyways. Kind of. So it's located in what is called a rift zone. Uh-huh. Um, so there are other rifts in the world, uh, most notably like the As- Iceland- Icelandic? <laughs> the yes. Icelandic rift, um, uh-huh. where you can actually see it. it's like separating. It's like two tectonic plates are separating and it's causing a rift in between. Like they're, they're diverging tectonic plates, essentially. So, they're so are you in- talking about like the water? You can see it? Basically. Okay. Yeah. So what do you remember from like seventh grade science talking about tectonic plates and geology and stuff? Um, like nothing? What do I remember? I remember that 
there are tectonic plates. Okay. And that sometimes they could, like, grind up against each other, uh-huh. like, fold down, fold up, uh-huh. or f- one folds down or something uh-huh. like that. Or they separate. Or they separate, yeah. And that's what the rifts are. Oh, is when they separate. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the Siberian tectonic plate uh-huh. and the Amurian or North China um, tectonic plate, they are shifting away from each other. And at one point, they shifted so much that water, a body of water formed between them. And that's what this lake is. Oh. So um, they are surrounded by mountains because there were mountains first and then it diverged. Oh, okay. Um, and so this rift zone is actually the largest one on the planet. Um, and it's essentially just, like, a crack in the Earth's crust. And, like, as the crack gets deeper, it gets, like, narrower and narrower and narrower. I don't like that. That's much worse than just, like, a mile-long lake that's swoopy like this. Oh, then, no. like... No, it's very, yeah. Oh, I don't like that. It's, like, sinkhole. It reminds me of sinkholes, which are messed up, dude. You're not gonna like it. Great! Okay, so, um... This rift is still shifting, and it causes 20,000 tremors, which are, like, mini earthquakes, um, every year. And it also means... 20,000. 20,000. Sorry, 2,000. Still. 2,000. 2,000 is a lot. Yeah. Even if they're small. Um, And then it also means that this lake gets wider by a half an inch every year. Dude, I don't like that. It's It's gonna start taking the land. Like, literally, it's like... Eating away at the land. Um, and, oh, God, you're really not going to like this one. I'm so sorry. It's fine. My feet are protected. Okay. So there's not, like, an actual solid bottom. Like, there's not, like, bedrock, right? It's, like, more of a cushion of sediments that's been depositing into it for millions and millions and millions of years. This sediment that's been laying, layering for millions of years, the um, sediment itself is Four and a half miles deep I of just, like, cushiony. I can't explain to you. And then just a mile of just water on top of it. I can't explain to you how bad that makes my body feel. Uncomfortable. Like, I want, to, I want to, like, crawl in on myself. Yes. I want to be covered. Yeah. I feel unsafe and unwell. Yeah. So, because it's not like, like, if we were to, like, step on it. You would, we would sink, sink for sure. <laughs> Dude, I literally cannot. Like, have you it. ever been in a lake, like a normal lake, and you like are walking, and all of a sudden it stops being sand, and it turns more into like that kind of clay? I'm like actually I'm so- freaking out. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what. Do you not going like on. the? Have you have you never stepped in that stuff before? I like hate the- stepping in it. Well, yes, but I'm assuming that's what that's like. That's what it would be like. It's like really making me panic because then, like, there's probably things living in there. There's probably things that can can survive in that. Yeah, probably. I don't think they've ever gotten to the bottom of it to, like, actually oh, see. Oh, cute. But they, there are some... Okay, we're going to get there. Hang on. Let okay. Me, okay. So, um, this sediment and stuff act sort of like bogs would in, like, on on land, but, like, okay. in the lake, um, which releases lots of methane gas. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this lake itself actually contains a lot of methane, and if it were to, like fully unfreeze one day and everything would like the world would go to shit. What? I'm sorry. Cause there's so what? much methane and that's a like greenhouse gas that if it were to be released into the air, it's not being released. So sometimes, I mean, it freezes and then, then, then doesn't freeze, but like all of the stuff at the bottom, I mean, like, 
all of that stuff. Like, if that were to be released, that would be a... Do we know what would have to happen for that to be released? Like, how would that happen? I'm sure people know. I didn't look at that, though. I don't want to know. Yeah, no, it probably so won't. So it's frozen, like the lake. Sometimes, okay. Some parts are always frozen. Some parts, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm actually what I'm about to get into is that the temperatures change so rapidly that sometimes within a day the ice can like almost completely melt and then like refreeze overnight. That's crazy. Like, yeah. Um, it's like Michigan. This next one. Uh, okay, but actually, before I get into this next part. I'm going to show you some um, pictures of, like, a satellite image of the size. Oh, it's oddly shaped. Yes. A rift. It's like a crack. Think yeah. of it. It's, like, separating. Yeah. Um, and then here are some of the parts. <laughs> so pretty. I don't know why it's showing up so badly on here. But. <gasps> oh. Oh. It's, like. Ew, I don't like that. It's like frozen esque. Yeah, the like, colors and stuff. It's known. It's known as having like a turquoise um, yeah. color to it, and it looks super like clear. Alaska. Like so clear that in this video, <laughs> in this video, there's like one part where it's just like the like the actual rip. I don't even know how to explain it actually, but basically they put their phone into it so you can like see into the water, and it's so dark. And it it made me queasy just like watching it. I had to stop watching. I don't like you describing it, but I also want you to find the video. Oh, I have it. I'll okay. show it to you. Can you show me right now? Right now? Yeah. We just got back from Jade showing me this really dark video of the lake. It's just a dark lake. Like the video is not dark, but well, in color. <laughs> yes. I don't like it. No. The consensus is that neither of us like it. No, it's, it's very deep. It's gorgeous. It is. So, um, this lake is so unique um, with all of, like, the weird phenomena that happen uh-huh. with it. It also has over 2,000 species of flora and fauna, known flora and fauna, mm-hmm. um, with almost half of them only existing in this lake. What? So, for example... What? There is the NERPA, or Baikal seal, which is the only exclusively freshwater seal species in the world. And you want to know how many live in this lake? Ew, no. 100,000 of just these seals. Do you want to see them? I don't like that. I'm picturing, like, swarming. Like, they can't even fucking swim. There's so many of them. No. The oh, lake is huge. The lake is huge, Hunter. Like I know, but still, I don't like it. Oh, they're so fluffy. They're so cute. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, they have theories as to why there are so many unique, like, plants and animals in this lake. And it's because this is one of the only freshwater lakes to have hydrothermal vents that come straight from the Earth's, like, um, mantle? Mantle. And, like, that kind of stuff. Usually they're only in the ocean. So usually only ocean, like, animals would get this. So this is one of the only freshwater lakes... The only freshwater like this big so to have it. Deep or just because of the way it was formed? Maybe, probably a mix of both, honestly. Okay. Cool, because the. I mean, it's deep because of how it formed, so I guess it all goes yeah. back to that. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so because of that, um, with these hydrothermal vents, it brings in rich minerals from deep within the earth that normally wouldn't get like direct mm-hmm. contact with freshwater, freshwater stuff. Right. Um, and because of that, it 
makes the oxygen levels go higher, which then helps microorganisms oh. filter the water to make it more pure and then mm. helps wildlife flourish. So it's just like one big, nice Perfect little, ecosystem. like you could for sure go inside of that and drink the water and not be worried about being contaminated yeah. because it's so fresh. Now we're going to get into the different formations. Oh, okay. Of random things, the random phenomena that happen at this lake. Mm. So um, in the video, I accidentally showed you one before we got there. Or here on, on the podcast. But essentially, these things called zen stones form. Okay. So zen stones are rocks that balance on a tiny little pedestal of ice. They're called the Baikal Zen Formation. So I'm going to show you what they look like before I explain what they think causes it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's crazy, dude. So it's ice. Yeah, that's ice. And then that's just a random rock. What? What? That last one's freaky. Dude, it's crazy. It looks like, I don't know, I don't know how to describe what it looks like. I mean, it's a rock. It's literally a rock on. that's balancing on like less than an inch of ice. Yeah. And then it's like a dip around the ice. But the ice looks like just water. It doesn't look like No, because it it, like it's water. so clear. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's ridiculous. So um, the general consensus for it is that the rock will like trap heat from the sun. Okay. You know? And it melts the ice underneath <gasps> it until the part that's never seeing the sun doesn't. Oh. And then it melts everything around it. And then everything under the rock that melted, like, refreezes overnight. And then it just kind of, like, stays like that. That's um, crazy. And then they think that wind also helps with this. Like, oh. whipping the water mm -hmm. away as it's melting and stuff like that. Um, there are some French physicists that... Oh think that there's a better oui, oui. explanation oui, oui. Okay. for this um instead of like trapping the sun they think it has to do with sublimation you know what that is that's rock it is when something goes from a solid phase to a gas phase while completely like skipping the oh, liquid phase uh -huh. um so they think that's what happens and it just goes from a solid immediately to a gas mm -hmm. and just leaves it mm -hmm. like that I like um, it. The next thing I'm going to tell you about are the methane bubbles. So this is why I talked so much about methane before is because there oh, okay. are methane bubbles that are trapped within the um, ice of the lake. So that doesn't even look real. Like it looks like jellyfish. I know it does. Oh my gosh. No. That's so cool. Because the whole thing is so the whole thing is ice because it almost looks like. It's a lake. Yeah. And the white are ice in it. But because the water's so clear, it like, that's crazy. Yeah. I also don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing is that um, what happens is not only like the bog like thing at the bottom of the lake, but also any other plants or animals living on like the side of the lake or whatever, when they decay, um, when things decay, they release methane. Okay. So it releases these gas okay. bubbles and then it just happens to get trapped within the ice. And then it looks like that. It looks really pretty, but also, like, gross to me. Yeah. Um, they also freeze in layers on top of each other, which I think I showed you a couple of these. Yeah. Like, they look like shelves. They it looks look like, like, you know, it looks like some sort of, like, someone's modern take I was on, like, say, something really, I don't know, like, like in Sims. Like, like, it looks like it could be a table, you know? Yeah. Like a fancy, modern Yes, table. exactly. They can get up to five feet deep. Uh-huh. Like, just, like, one. Like, layer. <gasps> one thing. One bubble. Oh. Can be five feet deep. That's a big bubble. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they can only be seen certain times of the year. So, usually mm. it starts around, like, 
end of November to middle of January. Okay. And then like the really big like layering ones uh-huh. um, start to happen usually in a, like usually in a different area. It's not usually the same area. Okay. And a different area usually from like February to March. Okay. Um, so like from November to March. Basically. Yeah. Um, and then do you want to know how much methane gas is being held within this lake? As long as you give me like some parameters to know if it's a lot or not. Oh, you'll know it's a lot. Oh, how am I supposed to know that? I don't know anything about chemistry, anything about anything. Oh, because of what I'm, um, so it's in cubic meters is what it's. Okay. Okay. Cubic meters. Mm -hmm. Can you pick cubic, you know, picture like a cubic foot, right? But it's a little bigger because cubic meters are bigger. Okay. One trillion cubic meters. See, but that doesn't mean anything to me. What do you mean? How much? How much is already in the the air right now? That shouldn't matter. Think about the cubic meter of this apartment. Yeah. Okay, it's probably like a couple hundred. Yeah, but hundred. it's methane. I don't know what is what's it's, a lot of methane. A foot meter. So like a cubic meter is gonna be way more methane. Right. You know what I mean? So what's a normal amount of methane? Yeah, I need some, I need a standard to base understand. it off of. It's just a lot. It's a shit ton. It's actually one just trillion one is fucking ridiculous. A trillion. Oh, a trillion tons? No, one trillion cubic meters oh. of methane gas is trapped within this lake. One trillion. That sounds like it'd be a lot. It is a lot. You're not reacting. That's because I don't know what it means. Dude, that means if that were to be released, like the world say, would literally end. Well, yeah, I get that. Because you said that. Right. But it's like. That's why I said. I don't know how to tell you what the sta- I don't know what the standard is. All I know is that one trillion is a big fucking number and that's a big fucking number. Well, I know that like. The only reason why I know. Like, if you count, like, the sediment part of it, mm-hmm. that would be, like, five and a half meters or something. I mean, five and a half miles. Yeah. That's, like, I know that's fucking deep for a lake because my lake is, like, 80 feet deep. Right. So, like, I know that that's, like, uh-huh. scary amounts of deep. Yeah. But I don't know, like, what that's the... That's scary amounts of methane gas yeah. as well. So, but I just want to know, like, I guess I just wish I knew how... Like, is it going to be released at any point? And what would I mean, it's possible, I'm sure. to do that. I'm sure it's possible. But I don't think, at least in our lifetime, it will. Oh, good. Well, fuck everyone else. Then. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so anyway, me. yeah. Um, I can look up a standard. I have no idea. But that is fucking crazy. Um, and then this is the part. Ice rings. Yay. Ice rings. So I'm gonna show you a satellite picture. You really you can't believe I'm in this one. But there are like it's pointing, there's like a darker part here, darker parts here. Oh, uh-huh. This is what it looks like when you zoom in. Okay. Okay. Um, but how okay, <laughs> okay. Based on the picture and like this, um, how big do you think the diameter of this thing is? I literally couldn't even tell you. Probably I would guess like like, looking at those pictures, it looks small. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks yeah. really small, yes. honestly. Yes. Like, like, it could fit in this apartment. Yeah. It's three to four miles long. What is the it? The diameter. So they don't know. What? They don't know what it is? They don't. We are. It is just like the the corn things <laughs> on the, on the, what are they called? On the corn? The corn from aliens. What are those called? 
Crop circles. It's just like a crop circle. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Crop circles, but on ice. That's it what it is. Did. There was a section that was like talking about like UFO stuff, but I just like didn't put that in here because I didn't find it necessary because it wasn't as cool as the rest of it. But uh-huh. I feel like I so crop ice. Wait, ice circles. Yes, that's what they're ice rings, ice circles. Yeah. Okay. So Aliens. they're about three miles, three to that's four miles insane. in diameter. That's I know they don't insane. look like it when you see some they of my don't pictures. At all. Um, and so what scientists think is that it's like some sort of convection in the lake that's shaped like a column and that it like has convection is like the way yeah 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 okay okay um and that um maybe there's like an eddy in the water which would which means that i don't really know what an eddy is it's like a different density slash temperature of water Uh that just kind of goes through other water Uh so they think that it's that but it like formed a circle and so it's like Two, like one to two degrees Celsius warmer than the stuff around it. Right. So it could like melt through the ice and like, and then just get like trapped in. So it was like an, in a, a perfect circle. In a perfect circle. Um, Geometry. Yeah. But they don't know why the eddies are there though. So mm-hmm. to form that to begin with. Um, they also thought that it could be more methane, but they've tested it and it's not. Oh. So they know for sure it's not. Um, but yeah, they there was a lot of stuff about... Um, UFOs and whatnot that I just didn't. But yeah, I just, it's so gorgeous. It like is, the, really the water pretty. is so turquoise and clear and like the, I, oh my God, I'm going to have to show you more pictures. It's so, it's hard though. Cause like, like when you look at like tropical places, you can see the bottom. So you can see just how like blue right. it is. But this is so deep that it looks so dark except for like the little top sections yeah it's terrifying yeah especially because Uh it is so clear you can see through the ice like to underneath like usually on a lake it like freezes in such a way that it like you can't it's it's like opaque almost yeah Yeah. um but for some reason this is just so clear you can like see to the underneath well lakes are not clear like fucking at all yeah but this so, is because it's like, so deep. That makes sense because all the sediment can't work its way up to make it cloudy because yep. it's yeah. so fucking deep. Uh-huh. That's fair. So that's Lake Baikal. I don't really like it if I'm being. Oh, I want to go there. Also, they literally have like marathons on it. So I'm no, like, and like I'd be and people out. like drive on it and stuff because <gasps> it's so no. thick. I don't like it. Why would you tempt fate like that? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like I get it. It's like mile, well, probably the whole thing. It'd be like, whatever, a quarter thick. mile <laughs> thick of ice, but still, yeah. I don't like the thought. No. I can't even stand, like, people who walk on, like, lakes and stuff. Like, that ice is so, like, people die. Yeah. And they're driving cars on it. Uh-huh. And having marathons on it. Like, and lots having, and lots and lots of people. And having literally marathons. People are slipping, right? People are slipping. They probably have, like, very specific shoes for it. Still. People are falling also, on their asses. Also, can you imagine if it's, like, shoes with, like, spikes in it? How awful would it be to like fucking cleats, run? Like, like, you're running. Oh. Yes. Like, imagine how much effort. Wow. It'd be like trying to run through, through like, sand. foot. Yeah, sand or, like, foot of snow. Like, just horrible. Disgusting. Me and Bella went, me and my friend Bella, went on a hike. One time in the winter, fucking dead of winter, and we were all, like, 
bundled up. We went to a campground and, and walked. And when I tell you, it's so much effort to just walk through snow. It is. Like, it wasn't even that deep of snow. Well, it was probably like a foot or half a foot of snow. But, like, we were dying. We were all bundled up, though, because it's freezing. Yeah. We were, like, fucking dying. It was really pretty, though. It was, like, along a lake. And we should go. <gasps> I don't even remember where it fucking was. But we, as we were doing it, we were like, we should come back here when it's warm out so we can actually, like, see what it looks like. Yeah. When there's not snow everywhere and the lake is yeah. frozen. There's actually other people. Okay, what do you well, for us? I don't like that lake, just so you know. <laughs> oh. But now I feel like I can put my feet down because they don't need to be protected anymore. Yeah, no. <sighs> Unless yours talks about deep no, lakes. No, okay. I can stretch them out. Okay, good, good. Okay. So I am going to be talking about native little people and the Pedro Mountain Mummy. And when okay. I say little people... I mean, like, like little people, like a foot. Oh. Um, so, several Native American, sorry, not Native American, several Native tribes, tribes that are from America have oral stories about little people, um, and I guess they're, like, Similar to European tales of, like, fairies and, uh, like, sprites. Oh. So the rates of tiny people were between, like, 20 to 36 inches in height. Wow. And and they were part of the Shushan legends. I think it's pronounced Shushan. If it's not, I so apologize. (laughs) Shoshan? Shoshan? Legends? And I guess they were, like, mean. The The little race of... Tiny people were mean. They would oh. attack the Shoshin to Shoshun and shoot like tiny, you know, like, oh my fucking oh no, god. Oh no, oh no, you oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> you know the movie, Night at the Museum? Uh-huh. Those little no. guys. <laughs> those little guys that shoot the fucking tiny arrow. And then it hits him in the neck and just, and he just like, pulls it like a toothpick. It's like a toothpick. That's like them. That's fucking like that. That was dude. You pulled that out of like the deepest depths of my brain. Like I truly. How did you even get there? Oh my god! That movie is so fucking good though. Night the Museum is so underrated. Not the second one. Second one's really. I don't think I've ever seen the second one, but I love the first one. It's so fucking funny. I'm gonna have to watch that now. Like, I'm going to have to watch it today. I'm going to force my sister to watch it with me. Yeah, I, so I might force good. Kyle to watch it. Also, Owen Wilson, like. Wow. <laughs> 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 I can't even do it. You did it so well. How did you do it? I totally forgot that that's like a thing. Who else has a saying that they do? I think Matthew McConaughey has one, but I forgot what it oh. is. What is it? Oh my what god, is what, is what is it? 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 Matthew, let me uh, try and embody Matthew. I'll have to look it up. Matthew McConaughey. Don't tell me. I want to guess it. I think it's I like, know it. It's like, all right, all right. That's all right. what I was yeah, okay, 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 okay. See, okay, I have this thing where if I think I'm wrong, I'm not going to say it until oh, I confirm it. And okay. so I don't say it out loud. The perfectionist in you got it. The yeah. anxiety. The, cool. Uh-huh. Yep. Love it. Yep. So, but that is what I was thinking. <laughs> I love that. They're actually, 
kind of remind me of each other because yes. they both have like the nose. The and, nose. Like, they're both just white. Anyway, <laughs> so so they both sometimes have longer hair. They do, and then, yep, okay. They also have like sort of an accent, but like not maybe. really. <laughs> but like you're not sure. But like when, only in their when they say their their catchphrases, <laughs> literally. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing him. In every movie saying that. Like, I know for sure he says it. Oh my god, I'm sure there's a compilation of him saying it. Oh my god, yeah, there is. We're gonna have to look that up We're after. We're gonna have to. Also, when he plays uh, Lightning McQueen in Cars, he fucking says that shit. I- Ka-chow! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that he was like, Oh my god. Owen, so Owen Wilson. Oh my god. So these people, these <laughs> these little people- would shoot with their tiny, would shoot with tiny arrow. little arrows at them, but they were poison tipped. Oh, so they're not so, as livable. So, after. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. people uh, chalked these legends up to like folklore, except there was a mummified body of a little person discovered in Wyoming in 1932. But couldn't it have just been? Oh well, like I'll get into it. Okay, but. Uh, I'm going to first explain with the Shoshan. I am not pronouncing it right. Let me look it up. I think you might be. Shoshone. 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 Okay. So the Shoshone people. That sounds. A yep. native tribe. I've heard that before. They lived in what is now Wyoming and Idaho, although they began to spread into the Great Plains in the 1500s. Okay. The Shoshone often clashed with other uh, native tribes, such as the Arapaho, Arapaho, Lakota, Blackfoot, and Crow. Okay. The Shoshone evolved from a nomadic group um, to one that actually had established established villages okay. um, and towns. Oh. And I guess the most well-known Shoshone in history was Sacagawea. Sacagawea? Stop. Yeah. Right. I didn't right even the know museum. that. Night- ah, everything goes back to Night in the Museum. <laughs> So in Shoshone um, folklore, the little people were called Night. I'm going to pronounce this wrong too. Nymiragar, okay, which is a name that translates to people eaters. <gasps> wow, yum! The Nymiragar yum. were fierce and aggressive. They would steal babies away in the night and eat them. Oh God! They would need many of them to do that because they were so freaking tiny. Twenty inches. That's like. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so they're like 20 inches. I thought it was 24 to, oh, 20 to 36. 20 to 36. So, like, So they would need, like, a lot of them to steal a baby. They'd need at least, like, five. At least. They were expert archers. Of yes, course. Yes, of course. With um, poison-tipped arrows. Yes. <laughs> Tiny little things. <laughs> so there were stories also that the Namir Gar systematically killed members of their own tribe that were too old, sick, or hurt to be productive members of the society. Mm. And their form of euthanasia was... Um, Jumping off of cliffs? No, I was gonna bring that fucking up, though, dude. <laughs> they would bash in the people's skulls. Oh, like they do if they don't die from jumping uh-huh, off of cliffs no, in yeah. Midsommar, if you don't know what we're talking say, about. If you haven't seen Midsommar, actually, I, like, as fucked up as it is, like, I kind of like the way that they run their society. Just because, like, mm, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like 0 to 18, you're a kid. So you don't do fucking shit. That's true. And then it's like 18 to 30, you work. And then from 30... To 40 or 32 something, you don't do so much work, you do something else. And then from this point to like 75, 
you don't work. And then once you hit 75, you die. You don't just die, though. You die by suicide, kind of. Yeah, you are. Is like it coerced? Forced. I don't know. It, it for sure is, because if you wanted to leave at that point to, like, go away, I guarantee they wouldn't leave. I don't think anybody did want to leave, though. They were so far. By the time you're 75, because you're born into that shit, by the time you're 75, That's it's so true. normal. You're just like, eh. It does happen. It, like, happens every year. And also, I feel like, as, like, as, like, has not accepted as is in, like, our society, it's also, like, this is going to be so controversial. It's also, like, beautiful in the way that, like, you don't have to deal with, like, when am I going to, when is my grandfather going to die? What are they going to die from? Like, getting cancer, getting illness, slowly, like, losing their mind, losing memories, not being able to walk, not being able to do this. Like, it's like, oh, my God, I've lived such a successful life. I've gone through all the stages that I need to. From here on out, there's nothing for me to do, like, because I've basically, like, provided my purpose and I, like, fulfilled roles that, like, like I'm accepting that, like, okay, this is a good time to go before I start to decay, basically. Because that's, like, the thing I don't like I about know. getting old is the decaying. I know. I know. It freaks me the fuck out, dude. The fact that we, like, slowly, like, revert to, like, you know, like, in Harry Potter, Voldemort, Voldemort is in a baby form Stop. in a train station. Yep. That's literally what I picture old people to be like. Like, I picture them to slowly, like, shrivel, decay, like a like a raisin, like Voldemort under the bench in the train station. Ew. So, but anyway, so that's my controversial opinion. And I know there's people out there who believe the same thing. Though. Oh, for sure. For sure. Not that I would actually want that to happen. Um, but I wouldn't be opposed if I like grew up in that society. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. looking at it now is like, oh my God, that's so horrible. I could never do that. But like these people, it's like such a normal thing. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so the Namiragar would bash people's skulls in. But it's not just if they were too old. It was if they were sick or hurt. So, like. And they couldn't provide. So, like, if you just. You, like. If you have a cold. Yep. You're not people recovered. People, they show up at your door. You're not recovered within a day. <laughs> you're gone. <laughs> ding. Except for it's not, like, ding. In the movie, it's, like, this giant fucking. Anyways, if you haven't seen it so far, really it's really fucked, but also really good. You should also see Hereditary. You should also see Mother. If you haven't seen Mother, guess what? Jennifer Lawrence is in it. Everybody guess loves what? her. You have to go in knowing. Knowing. No, don't go in knowing anything. Just watch it. So. And then we'll talk about. Okay, go yeah. watch. Pause. Go. Actually, no. Pause. Go, go watch, watch it. it. So, so what you have to know. Yeah, what you have to know. Is now that you've you, watched now it. Now that you've watched the movie, what you have to know. Um, they are based on like proverbs from the Bible. So the whole like, it's like Cain and Abel. It's mm-hmm. like, like she's supposed to be Mother Earth. Like uh-huh. all of the, which, and then like the baby is supposed to be actually. Jesus. And like I, now that I know that, I can watch it without feeling sick to my stomach. Oh. But still a little, well, except for that part. I, I would like to skip that part. Well, yeah. Oh my god, the cr- dude. Oh my god, the crack, dude. It's not even the crack. It's just everything fucking up. Oh my god, her sitting there with her baby, and him just staring, staring at her. Her Until knowing, she falls asleep. Her knowing he's gonna fuck something up when I fall asleep, but I can't do anything else. Doesn't feel like a second. He won't then- let me out of the room, and he knows that she knows that. Well, not just like not just won't let her out of the room. That she doesn't want to leave the room because there's all of these random strangers in her house wanting to see her newborn like, child. Hundreds, 
hundreds, like hundreds. You know, you've seen it. You've seen it. You know. Yeah. So like the crowd of fucking people. And then like the house is broken down. So she can't, there's no stairs. I don't think they can go downstairs. Right? At that point there were. Oh, I thought the stairs were torn down and it's just like a ledge. And they're getting and... there to that point. Cause they're trying to break things apart so that they can like have a piece Sealed of it. And like, and then they pass the baby around. Yeah. They just pass it around. Everybody wants to hold the baby. And they're doing it really Everybody nicely. wants the blood of Christ. They're doing it very Everyone gently. Everyone wants and the bread or something. I don't know what that is. The, I don't, it's his Bible. body. Everybody wants his body to hold it. With love and care. And very gentle. And very gentle. They're very gentle about it. It's a very domestic nothing, experience. Nothing bad happens it's to the like child. A, it's like a commune. Like a cute little community. Yeah. Everybody loves the baby. Mm-hmm. Loves it a lot. So much. You know like when you like see something really cute and you just want to like squeeze it till it dies? It's like similar to that. That's how much they just love the baby. Jesus. So. <laughs> so now that you know. And then like the ending when she like. Comes back again. Uh, blows up the house mm-hmm. and then comes back. Yeah, and then it starts all over. And then it starts. Wow, I need to watch that movie again. Remember when we forced Kyle to watch it? Kyle's my fiance. If you don't know, yeah. Which you might at this point, yeah. If you've been watching, but um, yeah, it's a good movie. Jennifer, Lo- everybody loves Jennifer Lawrence. Which you know, threw up after. It. In the middle. No, she literally left no, in the middle. It was after. Oh, I thought she. Left in the middle of because, it. Because, no, other people left in the middle of it. The people that Dude, were in front of us left. That, I still can't get over it. I have never seen a fucking movie where people are we're like- so disgusted. So disgusted by what's happening on screen that they had to leave the theater. They spent money to see this movie. It's Jennifer Lawrence. And they're like, that's fucked. I need to go. And they left. We, I mean, we were, it was, there was the four of us and then there were like two people in front of us. Those were the only people in the theater. Yeah. And they left they after left. this child thing happened. There yeah. were about 10 minutes left, I think. Yeah. And it's, and then the end, and then she oh blows up and like, it's... and then he like takes her heart out and then like and then compresses, compresses it and makes it. it like a diamond. Yeah. And then restarts everything, turns back time, excuse me. And um, so who knows how many times it's yep. happened before. And then we left, and then we went into the bathroom, and all of us were like, what the hell was that? What the that? fuck and did we just watch, Ren guys? is just had to run straight to the bathroom. She's like, gagging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so... If that didn't convince you... I mean, you've already watched it. You've already watched it. but At this point. But those of you who didn't, and you've just been, like... Confused? Confused. You should go watch it now. You should go watch it. Oh, it's so good. Top five faves. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, so remember the fact that their form of euthanasia is that they bash in the skulls. Okay. Remember that. It's really important. Okay. Got it. Uh, yes. So, like I said, uh, the little tales of the Namiragar, um, were believed to just be Shoshone. Shoshone. Shoshone folklore. Um, until a discovery in 1932. Frank Carr and Cecile Maine who are in the San Pedro Mountains. <gasps> Here's the keyword. Mountains. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, which is in Wyoming. They were looking for gold and they stumbled upon like a cave uh, that they thought like, cause they were looking for gold. So they found a cave and they thought, oh my God, there's gonna be so much gold here. So they used a dynamite to like break it open, I guess. And then when they did that open, that like 
opened a previously unknown chamber in the cave. So, like, basically, like, a wall was covering what? it. And then inside of that, they found a uh, mummified remains of a small human. And the body was in a squatting position and had an oddly shaped head. And the prospectors took the mummy to Casper, Wyoming, and gave it to scientists to, like, look at it. Mm-hmm. So, here's a picture that I meant to show you earlier of the little, little people... Oh, wow. I don't know why the man is holding a hand in this, but, like, look at the little people. Wow. Huh. I know. They're little spears. They definitely look, like, shorter than Small. 36 inches. Yeah, no, they're, like, like literally, like, inches tiny. is three feet. They're not three feet. There's no... F- 36 inches okay, is three well, feet. 20. Let's go with 20 feet. Okay, that's almost two feet. Still, this is More like than a foot feet. and a half. I don't know. Anyways, so they're small. I don't know sizing. They're anything. small. Um, but here's the mummy. Oh boy, show me, show me, show me. Oh, I'm trying to. Make show it. me, if you will. Just <laughs> show me, Shoshone. So here it is. This is the mummy. Oh. The head is oddly shaped. And squatted. That's for sure a mummy. That's not like a statue that they just like. Yeah, it's like it is a mummy. Wow. It is a living thing. Was. Well, yes. So tests were done. Um, the tests were allegedly conducted by researchers at the American Museum of Natural History in New York. And allegedly, the results were certified as accurate by Harvard University's anthropology department. Allegedly. And yes. So the American Museum of Natural History in New York is the one who did like the tests. And they determined that the mummy was of a person who stood a little over 14 inches tall and lived around 1700s. Wow. An x-ray of the body showed that it was a fully formed adult male, approximately 65 years of age at the time of his death. The mummy had a full set of teeth, and the x-ray also revealed uh, what appears to be remains of solid food in his stomach. The teeth uh, of the mummy were pointed, and then the mummy showed signs of trauma, and particularly the skull had a forceful blow. So people are thinking <gasps> that this is like the a old- Namirgar. Namirgar. Mm-hmm. Because they would euthanize old people. And if he was 65 years old, that's getting, that's there, getting especially old. Especially in the 1700s. Especially in the 17 fucking hundreds. Mm-hmm. Even live. I was going to say, anyway. usually it's like 30s. But also, if this is a fantasy thing, then who knows how long those little guys live. But yeah, 65 years old, that makes sense that maybe he was uh, taken out. You yeah. Know? But, he was in a squatting position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was also like, it almost seems like he was like... He was like, a coffin? like he wasn't in a coffin, but he was just, like, in a cave. So I wonder if they, if they like... Well, I'm saying what if they used that as, like, yeah, their yeah, burial, yeah. like... So I'm wondering, like, maybe if they shape them. Do you know what I mean? Like, put them in a position. Yeah. If it was, like, a thing with their beliefs or something. Yeah, maybe. Because he's, like, on his knees, and then his arms are just, like, in his lap, yeah. basically. And he's and just, like, like chilling. in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also been reports um, that say that when the University of Wyoming examined the mummy... The body was just found to be a deceased child. So, New York and um, Harvard University apparently, like, allegedly. certified, allegedly certified and did these studies, and that's what they found. But then I guess the University of Wyoming said that, no, we think this is just a deceased child. So. Well, what was their evidence that it was just a deceased child? I don't know. Child? I didn't have it. I don't have it. Because I know that it is, It you can tell whether it would be a child or an adult based on the growth plates and how opaque they are when you take yeah. x-rays of them. Or the fact that he had 
a full set of teeth, allegedly. Yeah. Like, but why true. would why would the American Museum of Natural History in New York and the Harvard University's Anthropology Department make that shit up? Right. Just, like, fully make it up. Right. When was it examined? Mm, I don't know, but I think it was... Um, when was it found? It was found in 1932. Okay. So. And has that been... Well, we don't know because the mummy's gone. It can't what be examined the anymore. What fuck happened to it? So the mummy uh, was found in 1932 uh-huh. by Carr and Maine. Yep. Um, and it was turned into like a, shides, a, a sideshow display. So just like on display. Cool. Like a circus. Like a circus. Uh, later, it was purchased by Ivan T. Goodman um, in Casper, Wyoming, and he was a store owner, and he kept it in a store window. And then when he died in 1950, the Pedro Mountain Mummy went to a New Yorker named Leonard Leonard Walder. Why would and it not in, like, a after, museum or something? I don't know. After his death in 1980s, the mummy has never been seen, and nobody knows where it is. It's been missing since the 1980s. Because the thing is, listen, no hate to the 1930s people. Um, dude, y'all, th- y'all's technology, y'all, not, non-existence, uh, basically, compared to now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, no offense, would trust our now uh-huh. <laughs> experiments on it than yeah. the 1930s and their whatever confusing stuff uh-huh. that they did. There's, like, pictures of x-rays. Then they could actually do DNA now. Yeah, I don't see, know what this shows me. Because I'm well, not a scientist. Because you should be able to see, like, where the growth plates would be. It's either they're, like, opaque if they're no longer mm. growing or they're clear if they're not. It's something like that. You They can tell oh, how much more okay. growing you have to uh-huh. do based on the, like, growth right. plate itself. So. So I wonder if. But, yeah. No. I don't know. I wish we still had Dude, it. Dude, that yeah. sucks. I know, What right? if it never actually existed? And they just made it up? They just. Created it, mm-hmm. but then why would the 1930s people not know if it was fake? How could you create a fake person in the 1930s? They didn't have 3D printing. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But they also tried to convince people they were mermaids by just gluing like the end of a fish onto the body of like a monkey. So what? I'm sorry. No, you're gonna have to explain what that means. Okay. Who? Who's they? People. People, oh, not the people. The Fiji mermaid was an object composed of the torso of a juvenile monkey sewn to the back half of a fish. It was a common feature of sideshows where it was presented as the mummified body of a creature where it was supposedly half mammal, half fish, a version of a mermaid. I'm sorry. Where did they get the monkey? So that's why I'm saying it would be really easy for them to just have something else mummified and just say that oh. it's... Oh. Because they did that with a fish and everyone believed that it was a mermaid at the time. Yeah. Until they were like, wait a second. Oh, but this was like actually analyzed. That wasn't. I'm assuming. I'm assuming the anthropology department of Harvard College and whatever, whatever yeah, wouldn't do testing on something that was just like somehow molded together. What oh, it was Barnum. Barnum. Oh, I believe that. That's what I'm saying is that we can't fucking trust the 1930s. When was that? Around that time. Oh, was it? Yeah. That's so funny. I know. I want that to be These real. People because people didn't what the take hell? it, though. Like, Harvard didn't keep it. 
Mm-mm. Clearly somebody kept that. This one's gone. No, yeah, they, well, someone, gone. it was kept, and I think it's gone now because oh they realized God. it was made out of fucking paper mache and shit. Well, how could you not re- just cut it open? Do a little. Mm-hmm. Analyze it like a scientist would. Like a like an extra. Like piece? how you shit. Like. <laughs> like a scientist <laughs> So that's what I had. That. Hmm. Yep. That's really cool. I've never heard of that before. No, me either. I don't know. I don't even know how this thing came yeah, up. Yeah, where did you find research. it? I was researching some of the themes that you, like, yeah. showed. Like, the first couple ones. And I guess, like, in my searching for other it things, it somehow, like, came up. That's oh, crazy. Oh, I think I was looking. No, I don't know. I literally don't know. Huh. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. That's it, though. Cards. Yay. Cards. I will go first because yep. I have two. And I'm going to do the yin one first because that was the first one that I Pulled. Jade pulled from the astrology deck. Yes. And so we have yin. The yin card is really pretty. It has like a tree and the colors are pink, blue, and like gray. And it has yeah. a pink moon and like a, gray a gray sun. sun mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of symbols of the um, different signs yeah. that are yin. These are yin signs. Okay. Because okay. every sign is either yin or yang. And I know that I am yang because I'm sun. I'm yin. Okay, so. I'll read all of it. Yep. Um, Yin is the energy of the divine feminine. One half of creation, this is the subterranean subconscious realm of conception. Feelings and ideas are nurtured in this womb-like space with no pressure to do, only to be. Yin is patient and present, open and trusting. It's the unconfined, unspoken, unexpressed world of dreams and spirit. Here lie the roots beneath the tree, in the dark night that that births day's light. It's where anything is possible. Being an inward ethereal force, it's linked to the elements of water and earth. As a result, all water and earth signs within the zodiac are considered yin. So this is Taurus, Cancer, Virgo, Scorpio. Isn't yours Scorpio? Yeah, the card that I pulled uh-huh. is Scorpio. Uh, Capricorn and Pisces. Keep in mind that this is distilled femininity and makes no reference about physical sexes. Yin energy lives mm-hmm. within both male and female bodies. Same with yang. Yeah. Um, so the key words for energetics are femininity, spirituality, and receptivity. Experiences are going inward, being, trust, and patience. And there's only one shadow keyword for this, and that's passive, which mm-hmm. isn't necessarily a bad thing. And then the omen. Allow space for stillness. Release any pressure to perform or express... Travel inward. Nurture your private world. Go for a gentle walk in nature. Sit for a warm cup of tea or take an afternoon nap. Anything that supports you in deep presence with self. You don't need to look outside yourself for definition or validation. That's cute. Trust in this moment. Marinate in this magical space where anything is possible. As a long-term practice, consider your balance between yin and yang, your spiritual life and physical life. Both vital energies ebb and flow within, as as two sides of creation. Do you feel a harmonious balance? I like that a lot. I like that a lot, a lot. Because I've just now been doing, I feel like all I talk about is yoga. I've been doing yoga, and like, because yang is like physical, and then yin is like spiritual. spiritual. <clears throat> yeah. And I feel like this is opposite for me. I was, and have been doing a lot more like yin Emotional, spiritual stuff. Yeah. Maybe not so emotional, but definitely spiritual. Yeah. And I'm just now doing more yang, which Leo is yang. So, but anyways, um, I've been pulling a lot of Leos and so has Jade. The like Leo a crazy energy amount. in March has been 
fucked up. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. I'm so surprised. I was fully expecting me to pull a Leo and you to pull a Leo. Yeah, I know. I'm and really if that happened, I would have just died. Yeah. Combust. But maybe maybe the Leo energies are over for now and we're moving on to yes. a different energy. Well, didn't you say the one was for April too? Yeah, one of them. Okay, well. But anyways, yes. So, do you relate to that at all? To Yin, specifically? Definitely. I feel like I've always related more to Yin and, like, the feminine than mm-hmm. Yang and masculine and physical and stuff. I feel like I've definitely been more intuitive and, well, like, then spiritual and that stuff. that sounds like you need to do more Yang. Yeah, I know. That I'm is aware it's all about that. balance. I'm aware. <laughs> I I feel like I've been really balanced, not to show off. But only I, lately. Also. Only lately. Um, I pulled from the Moonology deck, and I got uh, it's time to release negativity. Full moon in Scorpio, and it's purple, and it's which purple. matches. This is kind of like a pinky. It's like the cooler tone. Yeah, it is stuff. Cool tone. Hmm. And also, Scorpio is a. Anyways, yep, one of the in. <sighs> If you've been feeling paranoid and acting weird, what? If you've been feeling paranoid and acting weird, take this card as a very direct message from the cosmos to stop it. Oh. What the fuck? Thank you. Okay. Worrying yourself is pointless. Mm -hmm. It's time to release any negativity you have around the situation you're asking about. If someone has been unkind to you, perhaps it's time for you to release them. This card heralds an emotionally intense time since both the full moon and Scorpio themselves are both extremely intense. It's time for you to feel all of your feelings. There could be some nastiness in the air when you pull this card. If that's the case, take it as a sign to move away from anyone or anything you feel is toxic. Hmm. For some, however, this card has a totally different meaning. Your sex life can improve now. If you make an effort, use your magic. You have all you need inside you to bring about your desired result. Attune to the moon. Emote. It's all better out than in. I feel like that kind of talked about that. Yeah. Like more emotional, talking about your emotions. Yeah. Be vulnerable. Additional meanings for this card are it's time to move from living fearfully to living joyfully. I love that. You're right to have your suspicions. Grudges are toxic. Let something go. And the end of an argument. Ooh. The teaching is the full moon in Scorpio has a sting in its tail. It can herald an vindic- uh, oh my God, a vindicative end to a relationship. It can also be a time when we want to be good, but we're naughty. If you pull this card, no matter when, your dark side and your shadow self may be showing. The full moon in Scorpio is also a time of magic. If you are thinking of making some magic, this is your sign to do it. I really like that. I really, really, really strongly relate to that whole thing. Uh, Especially mainly with like school and stuff and like toxic. Yeah. Just Um, let something go. Things. Um, And yeah, like just, and I'm getting there. I'm so Guys, I only have eight classes left when we're recording this. Letting go of Letting things. Go. <sighs> okay, and then the second one that I pulled is House 11, which has pink and a little bit of green and yellow. It also has mountains. Hello. That's a little strange. Okay, this house reflects your social and humanitarian concerns. If looked at from the perspective of a lifespan, it's the adult who steps outside themselves and operates as a part of a larger whole. More figuratively, it reflects your feelings around groups of people. Do you feel like an eccentric oddball or do you feel accepted by the crowd? It holds your friends, community, and the connections that aren't necessarily intimate or emotional, but based on shared ideals. It's where you fit in. It's your wishes and objectives for the future of mankind. It's your environmental, political, and philanthropic... Philanthropic? Philanthropic viewpoints. This is where you become part of a team or movement. 
The natural home of forward-thinking Aquarius, dedicated to pushing humanity forward, this space is also linked to inventions and things that advance society. It's ruled by Uranus, which I like to say more than Uranus, but whatever. Uranus is the correct pronunciation. Kyle told me it's Uranus. No, it's Uranus. All my astrology professors say it's scientifically pronounced Uranus. Okay, good. It is ruled by Uranus for its progressive imaginings as well as Saturn for its discipline around idealistic beliefs. That's crazy because one, Kyle is is in Aquarius and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that means he's ruled by Uranus, I think. But I am Capricorn and that's ruled by Saturn. And that's in here talking about discipline and idealistic beliefs. Mm -hmm. So the key words for energetics are friends, Wishes for the future, social and humanitarian beliefs, and Uh like-minded groups. It's like us being friends with Haley Elizabeth. Girl, if you're out there. Girl, if you're out there, please. (laughs) Anyway, we would be friends. We would. In a not parasocial way. (laughs) Like, actually, I think we'd be friends. Okay. Um, Experiences. Operating as a part of a larger whole. Connections based on shared ideals and joining a team. And there is no shadow for this. And here's the omen. Humans are meant to commune and collaborate, yet so often... Collaborate? Collaborate? (laughs) Yet so often, beings feel lonely, alien, and out of place. Alien. Aliens. Consider the person you have grown into. What are your current passions and interests? What are Uh your philosophical, spiritual, or humanitarian beliefs? Uh Has your tribe evolved with you, or are you feeling misplaced? Mm. Begin sharing the lens through which you see life. Reveal who you are. The universe is working to bring like-minded friends into your life, but you need to express your beautiful truth so kindred spirits can find you. I would like friends. I more. would like, yeah. I would like more No, friends. that's crazy. I really like that too because I feel like what's crazy for us, in my opinion, is I think we, so I would start off as friends and then have a falling out and then became friends again. And then I feel like we were more roommates than friends for a little bit when we were at MSU. But then I feel like, it kind of went away for a little bit. And then obviously the podcast has like forced us. But I think in general, I feel like our ideals and our interests have started aligning more than they have like, you know, like two or three years ago or something. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's really cool. As we're getting older, it's like we're starting to merge more into like our common yeah. likes and interests and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's been nice. And this is like one of them. The accumulation of many. Yes. <laughs> The other interest we have is Nick Lachey. He's like our favorite. No, Nick Lachey, who will Nick Lachey. Hi, my name is Nick Lachey, and I, I want to shave you. you. <laughs> Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson had a variety show, and we watched. Yeah, it was the greatest. No, truly, truly like the like actually our kind of. <laughs> Ten minutes of awkwardness. Oh, God. Ten no. seconds. It was ten, ten seconds. seconds. Ten, ten seconds. seconds of awkwardness. And it was, who was it? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. They I forgot just, the name of the man. But oh he just God, stood there so and was funny. just, like, awkward. Please watch the show. And then just, it just cuts away. And then it goes on to the next thing. And that just is just show. our humor. So, <sighs> you can find us on, we didn't do this last time, Instagram. Uh, Facebook. Reddit. Tumblr. YouTube. Twitter. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's like, it. Like, subscribe, share. Haley, if you're listening. <laughs> Haley, if you're listening, we'll be friends. We'll be best friends. Please. <laughs> and I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.